Before I begin, I acknowledge that this work was developed and is presented on the unceded territory of the Muskogee Creek people and the Georgian tribe of Eastern Cherokee. I offer my respects to their culture and traditions, past, present, and also emerging. Welcome back to the Community Library, a podcast and book club for anyone interested in stories and how and why we tell them. I'm your host, Angowry Rice. I have a friend who likes to say, there's nothing new under the sun. I did some research on this quote and I found that it's actually from the Bible. And in the context of the Bible, it means that despite humanity's efforts to change and progress, the basic structure of the world and nature remains fundamentally unchanged. But what my friend means by it when they say it is that everything created has been inspired by something else. In this way, you can connect and compare all forms of art because it's all been influenced by its precursors, whether that's intentional or not. If you haven't been here before, hello, I'm Angowry, I'm an actor and a podcaster, and I make podcast episodes mostly about books, sometimes about movies, TV shows, and pop culture. And today I want to give you a little look behind the scenes of the podcast and how I write my episodes and share with you some of my sources of inspiration for the podcast and the content I make. Because when I write an in-depth discussion episode or essay, 10 times out of 10, I have scoured the internet to see what other people have said about this same topic. And nine times out of 10, (laughs) my ideas for the podcast episodes are inspired by video essayists that I watch on the regular. So today I'm sharing with you seven of my favorite YouTube video essayists, how I discovered their channel, my favorite videos, and which videos I think you should start with if you are new to the video essay pop culture commentary side of YouTube. Let's get into it. I'm going to go in rough order of longest subscribed to most recently subscribed. So first up on the list is Lena Norms, who I subscribed to about a year ago now, but she's consistently come up on my recommended page for years now, and I've watched some of her videos scattered here and there. Lena is a woman in her early 30s living in London up until recently when she actually moved back to the Midlands. She's been on YouTube for 10 years, has worked for multiple publishing houses, including Pan Macmillan and Penguin Vintage, and she now works freelance. She's a poet, radical climate crisis activist, and lover of musicals. And what I love about her videos is that they don't always feel like video essays, but she always sneaks in a bit of philosophy and theory in there. She's really funny and really engaging, and because she's been doing this for such a long time, she's really honed her style of video making. The video that made me subscribe to Lena after watching a few of her videos here and there for years was, I was wrong about climate change, here's why. So this is a really interesting short 15 minute video um, and in it she debunks all the lies she told herself about the climate crisis and what she's learnt from telling herself these lies to make her feel better and then realising that telling herself these lies needs to stop. It's a really compassionate and kind video um, and it's part of what Lena calls her guide to positive panic, which I just love. 
the other video that made me subscribe um, because at the time it was her most recent video was talking weight gain during quarantine. In this video, Lena dresses up as a Gibson girl. So these were women in the early 1900s who just did their hair in a certain way and they were like beautiful models. So she dresses up like a Gibson girl. And this is a much more chatty video and she talks about historical dress and how she's coping with lockdown. This was posted in early April of 2020 and at the time, it was just exactly what I needed. So I really connected to her in that video. And that's also what made me subscribe. For newcomers to Lena's channel, I would recommend any of the videos in her Agony Lena series. So what I love about Lena's channel is that she has a lot of ongoing series that you can dive into. And Agony Lena is a great place to start. Uh, in this series, she gives people advice about their problems like an agony aunt. So people will write in with a problem and she'll just give them advice or talk about it in her video. Um, and some of these problems are really funny and trivial and her answers are really funny and some are more in depth. But I think it's a really great way to get to know Lena and the style of her videos. And she also makes them visually interesting as well. Each one she shows you around a different place, whether it's a park or a museum or her house. Each question she answers, she'll move to a new location. Another video I'd recommend for newcomers to Lena's channel is It's Okay to Cut Your Own Fringe Slash Bangs. Here's why. This is a pretty short video that is a perfect combination of personal anecdote and research-based essay. She talks about how fringes have always been a bit controversial and radical and how that attitude towards fringes has persisted through time. Plus, it features Lena cutting her own fringe, <laughs> which is just brilliant and the lockdown content I really needed. My personal favorite videos from Lena are the ones that she makes about fashion. Uh, what I really love about her fashion videos is that it's all about finding your own style in the most sustainable, environmentally friendly way possible. And none of her style videos are skewed towards trends. They're all skewed to just things that she likes, <laughs> which I also really love. So she has videos on creating a capsule wardrobe. She has videos on dressing fancy every day for a week. Um, she has videos on doing a 30 items of clothing challenge in 30 days. But there's always a focus on sustainability and being environmentally friendly, which I love. Also, she has the best fashion sense. Everything she wears is so colorful and exciting. <laughs> I just love it. And finally, just one more favorite video from Lena because I love all her videos, but one more favorite is the video, Dirty Dancing is Radical, Here's Why. So I love movies, obviously, and I especially love Dirty Dancing. So to see Lena's radical feminist take on the film was just awesome. She talks about baby's character development and how abortion is represented in the film. Um, and it's just super fun. And if you like musicals, then that's a great video to watch. So next up, I want to talk about Broey Deschanel, who has inspired many of my more structured essay style discussion videos. Maya, aka Broey Deschanel, is a full-time university student who makes one video essay a month on a topic of movies, TV shows, and celebrity culture. Her videos are scripted and very well-researched visual essays. 
In her bio on YouTube, she emphasizes that her videos are essays and she is, quote, arguing a certain perspective. So she very rarely includes personal anecdotes in her script. And when you watch it, it very much feels like reading a school paper. But why I like her channel is because it's so structured and she explains literary theories and critical lenses in a very clear and accessible way and applies these theories to popular media. I discovered her through the video Wes Anderson and the Follies of Modern Orientalism. This video kept being recommended to me until I finally caved in and watched it. And in this video, she analyzes the films Isle of Dogs and The Darjeeling Limited, while also talking about Orientalism and um, how to apply this theory to reading and understanding films. For newcomers, I'd recommend the video What Portrait of a Lady on Fire Tells Us About the Gaze. This is one of Broey's shorter videos. It's about 15 minutes and it quickly unpacks the male gaze, the female gaze, just the gaze in general. Um, and I have to clarify because <laughs> this is an audio format, not like the gaze, but in the gaze as in you gaze at someone, you look at someone. Um, it's a really short video. If you've seen Portrait of a Lady on Fire, this would be a really great place to start. Another video I'd recommend for newcomers to her channel is When Shakespeare Got Cool. This probably has a more broader reach than Portrait of a Lady on Fire video. So this was another one of the very first Brody Deschanel videos I watched, and it actually gave me a lot of inspiration and reference material for my own episodes on reading and understanding Shakespeare in a modern context. So she talks about highbrow and lowbrow culture, which is something I talk about a lot when I talk about Shakespeare as well, and how Shakespeare's reputation has changed over time. If you liked my episode on Shakespeare and Taylor Swift, then When Shakespeare Got Cool is a really uh, great video, and that's where I took a lot of inspiration and reference from. Two of my favorite videos from Broey Deschanel. The first one is Have We Grown Out of Gossip Girl? This is one of her longer videos. I think it's about 40 minutes. But if you were a Gossip Girl fan back in the day, like I was, <laughs> then this is the video for you. The reason why I haven't categorized it as one for newcomers is that it might not be as fascinating to you if you've never seen Gossip Girl, but it is a very well-researched and intelligent video essay. Another one of my favorites is Browie's most recent, which is The Systemic Abuse of Celebrities. Again, this is one of her longer videos, but I think it's one of her best. It's a response to the Free Britney movement and the Britney Spears documentary. And in this video, she frames fame as a type of abuse, which I found very interesting. Um, she unpacks a lot of different theories about the personal sphere and the public sphere, um, but all through the lens of early 2000s pop culture. So it's easy to grasp and understand these concepts when it's linked to cultural phenomena that we experienced and that we understand. Khadija Mboe is a more recent subscription. I've been subscribed to them for about three to four months, I think, um, but they've quickly become one of my favorites and I will watch anything they post. Khadija is a Canadian-American singer, actor, and video essayist. They're a triple threat, really. Um, if Lena Norms is chatty and personable and Broey Deschanel is a university lecturer, then Khadija falls somewhere in the middle. Their YouTube description says they, quote, sit on their bedroom floor and talk about whatever they want, <laughs> which is very accurate. What I love about Khadija's videos is that they present 
facts and statistics and timelines and then analyze the information with you and everything's fact checked they have like a fact checker to like come up with the research and all the numbers but because of the casual setting we feel like we're learning and questioning together which I really love it feels a lot more casual and personal and jokey one of my favorite things about Khadija's videos is that at the end they sign off with and remember you can always change your mind because you can and I just think that's such a great message to put out into the world when talking about these um, complex and nuanced topics so I discovered them through the video race baiting queer baiting colorism featurism and performative diversity that's the other thing about Khadija is that their video titles are always so long. I always have to like click on it to see the rest of the title. So this is a video I found when looking for analysis videos on Bridgerton. So even though it doesn't say it in the title, the thumbnail tells you that it's about Bridgerton. Again, Khadija explores critical analysis theories through pop culture, so it's easy to understand. For newcomers, I would recommend Emotional Intelligence, Racial Stereotypes, and the Politics of Emotional Expression. This is one of Khadija's shorter, more casual videos, and it incorporates more of their personal theories and experiences, which I really liked. And again, this one in particular, you really feel like you're learning alongside with them, which is really nice. Now for one of my favorite videos from Khadija. I mean, I love all of their videos, but I would say one of my favorites is Megan and Harry. This is a super long video. It's like close to an hour, <laughs> but it's really great. It was posted in light of Meghan and Harry's interview with Oprah. And if you were following that new story with the royal family and the interview, then I highly recommend that you watch this video. They talk about the history of the royal family, the history of Harry and Meghan, and then kind of dissect the culture's response to Harry and Meghan's relationship and also the culture's response to the Oprah interview. Now, the next YouTuber I want to talk about and recommend is Shrouded in Mystery. Not much is known about Yara Zaid. Zaid? I'm not sure. I couldn't find a pronunciation of their name, but their last name is spelled Z-A-Y-D. So their YouTube about page just says, why are you here? <laughs> and their Instagram has over a thousand followers, but zero posts. So... Not much I could find about them, um, but Yara posts videos almost exclusively about movies and TV shows. Their videos are completely scripted with no two camera bits, um, but with a healthy dose of sarcastic comedy. I like that Yara's takes on things are often personal. They're about how a film or TV show makes them feel as well as the critical theory behind it. And their videos are often about teen movies and TV shows and pop culture of the early 2000s, which <laughs> is a niche and an era that I just love. So I discovered them through the video Hilary Duff, Lizzie McGuire and the teen idol Pigeonhole. This video is in a similar vein to Broey Deschanel's video on the systemic abuse of celebrities, but it's much more candy colored and filled with nostalgia for Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> It's a really interesting analysis of how Hilary Duff seemed to escape going off the rails, quote unquote, um, unlike her contemporaries, Lindsay Lohan and Amanda Bynes. But the whole video is framed as a ranking of all Hilary Duff movies from the early 2000s, which is just brilliant. <laughs> For newcomers to Yara's channel, I'd recommend The Princess Diaries and The Optimism of Modern Fairy Tales. 
This is a really heartwarming video about the 2001 cinematic masterpiece, The Princess Diaries, and how this film really succeeds as a modern fairy tale. It also talks about the making of the film and what made it such a success to like ensure its longevity um, and legacy. If you haven't seen The Princess Diaries, it's just a really lovely and optimistic video and will definitely convince you to watch it. So for Yara, again, I have two favorite videos. The first one is more personal to me and then the second one is more general recommendation. So my favorite, favorite video from Yara is My Best Friend's Wedding and Reframing Romance. I love the movie My Best Friend's Wedding. It's one of my favorite romantic comedies of all time and I think everyone should watch it. <laughs> and the reason this video is one of my favorites is because it highlights all the things I love about this movie and why it is objectively the best rom-com ever made. Um, sorry, I do in fact make the rules. Another one of my favorite videos from Yara is The Forgotten Legacy of Brittany Murphy. This video was as beautiful as it was heartbreaking. Um, in it, Yara chronicles Brittany Murphy's career all the way from Clueless to Uptown Girls. It's just a really heartfelt tribute to Brittany Murphy and her legacy as an actor. It is quite sad though, so uh, you have been warned. Next is Mina Lee. I found her through being subscribed to the Costubers. Um, for those of you not in the know, that means costume YouTubers. Uh, Bernadette Banner and Rachel Maxey. And Mina Lee bridges the gap of what I would call FilmTube and Costube. So film YouTubers and costume slash fashion YouTubers. Most of her videos are fashion focused. By the way, her own style is absolutely iconic. <laughs> And these fashion videos are about fashion in film and TV or topical fashion trends. She clearly knows a lot about design and storytelling and how these two intersect to create effective costuming. So if you're into the fashion and design of films and TV shows, then you would definitely love Mina Lee's content. I found Mina through her video, Emily in Paris is a fashion disaster. This was at the time when Emily in Paris content was all the rage on YouTube and that's how I found her channel. It was just recommended to me incessantly until I watched it. <laughs> For newcomers to Mina's channel, I'd recommend one of her most recent videos, 10 underrated movies with fabulous costume design. And the reason I recommend this for newcomers is that it's just a really great uh, introduction to Mina's own style and to how she analyzes costumes in film. It's also great because it's a half hour video, but it's broken up into 10 bits, you know, 10 parts of a list. So you can just skip to the parts you're interested in and get a feel for the type of analysis she does. Another video I'd recommend for newcomers is The Eternal Relevance of Audrey Hepburn. This is more of a scripted essay where she talks about Audrey Hepburn's style both in real life and in film and how the two intersected. So she talks about the iconic Breakfast at Tiffany's dress and also how Audrey's relationship with the designer Givenchy created her iconic look. If you're a fan of the old Hollywood style, then this is a really great kind of history lesson. <laughs> My favorite video from Mina is the fashion in The Nanny is still so good. I loved the show The Nanny. <laughs> so this is obviously one of my favorite videos because Mina has the same enthusiasm for the fashion in it as I do. 
But even if you haven't seen The Nanny, it doesn't really matter. This video is just a great costume analysis of how the designer created a cohesive look that is consistent across multiple seasons of a show and consistently tells a good story. Also on the fashion side of things is Modern Girls, spelt G-U-R-L-Z, created by Tessa. Modern Girls makes costume and analysis videos, mainly focusing on films and media from the early 2000s. <laughs> are you sensing a pattern here? <laughs> but she also has some really great short videos that are just compilations of iconic dresses in all colors of the rainbow or compilations of every single outfit worn in, insert early 2000s film here. <laughs> What I like about Modern Girls' videos is the variety of topics and the spectrum of seriousness. Some videos are in list form, some are more essay-like, and some are more short, persuasive argument style. So there's really such a variety. I think you can find something for everyone. I discovered her through the video Ranking 10 Different Versions of Cinderella's Ball Gown. This video I actually watched with my mum and sister and we all really enjoyed it. Um, what I liked about this video is that she set out very specific criteria for her ranking system and she talks about 10 adaptations of Cinderella, some of which I'd never even heard of before. Um, and she talks about how effective the costuming is and, you know, that iconic dress. It's a really great video. For newcomers to her channel, I'd recommend two of her short persuasive video essays. The first one being what happened to Ariel's princess dress. This is a five minute video that just talks about the history of the cartoon's princess dress and how it changed from pink to green. I loved this video because I have always been puzzled by the change of the dress from pink to green. So I just felt seen that someone had made a whole video about it. If you like Disney and Disney fashion, then this is a really great kind of video talking about the history of the dress. The other one I want to recommend is why Hermione's dress has to be pink. This may be a controversial video, but I think it's a really good way to get introduced to Modern Girls' short form persuasive video essays. And by the end of three minutes and 55 seconds, she had me convinced. So if you're skeptical, just have an open mind for four minutes and let me know what you think. My favorite videos from Modern Girls, uh, the first one is ranking 10 different versions of Cinderella's ball gown. I just loved that video so much, even if I didn't agree with all the rankings. My other favorite video from her is awful fashion trends of the 2010s. <laughs> this video gave me so much unwanted nostalgia, <laughs> but I hated it and loved it at the same time. <laughs> Does anyone else remember galaxy print and jeggings? Oh lord. Finally, one of my most recent subscriptions is Amanda Mariana. She is a full-time college student at NYU and makes videos about social media and pop culture. Some of my favorite videos from her have been about how social media, specifically Instagram, is part of our lives. She sometimes does fashion videos and vlogs, but most recently she's focused on video essays. What I like about her and her videos is that she's my age and she talks to the camera like a friend. Similarly to Khadija, she presents theories kind of as she's learning about them. So you feel like you're learning with her or sometimes even it feels like we're hearing her talk through her thoughts in real time, which is really engaging to watch as a viewer, I feel like. I discovered her through her video, The Dark Side of Blowing Up. 
This is a video about YouTube and the way the algorithm and statistics push creators to keep creating content at a faster and faster pace to grow exponentially. Now, obviously I'm not a YouTuber myself, so I can't directly relate to that, but she had some really interesting things to say about the way social media platforms function to keep us engaged and creating. For newcomers, I would recommend two videos in tandem. Let's make Instagram casual again, and let's talk about Finsta culture. I recommend watching them in tandem because they're both about the evolution of Instagram and how users have interacted with it over the years. And she talks about influences and performing authenticity and links it back to how no matter how many followers you have, you are always performing on social media. I think these two videos are really great for anyone who grew up in the digital age on Instagram, like me, it's a, it's a really great watch. And one of my favorite videos from her is the Instagram infographic industrial complex. This is the video that actually made me subscribe to Amanda. Um, it's about how Instagram intersects with activism and the rise of infographics as a tool in activism. Khadija actually made a video on the same topic just last week. Theirs is called Online Slacktivism, Infographics and Virtue Signaling. Khadija's video is a bit longer and talks about more than just Instagram infographics. The infographics part is just a small section of their video. So if you want a shorter video just about Instagram infographics, then Amanda's video is the one to watch. She separates her discussion into the good, the bad, and the ugly, which I think is a really helpful way to categorize arguments and makes it just really digestible and understandable. So those are my seven recommendations, but an honorable mention who I discovered only a couple days ago is Shan Spear. The first video of hers that I watched was called Linguistic Discrimination and the Pitfall of Intelligence, which was really great. She spoke about African-American vernacular English, which is often shortened to AAVE. And she also talks about how the way someone speaks is often linked to intelligence or lack thereof. And it's often used as a means of discrimination and discrediting people's arguments or just whatever someone has to say. I really liked that video and I really liked her style as well. Um, and I'm now halfway through a video that she has done about Lana Del Rey. So honorable mention, though I haven't watched enough of her videos to recommend a bunch to you. So there you have it, seven and a half video essayist recommendations. I will of course have all their links in the show notes and on my blog and Gowrie's library for you to check out if you're interested. As for me, you can subscribe to the podcast if you like what you hear. And you can also follow me on Instagram at the underscore community underscore library or at Angowry Rice. I'll be back to chat to you next week with an episode ooh, either about having compassion for your younger self or about Lord's song Green Light. I'm not sure yet, depending on which one I get ready first. Until then, please take good care of yourselves, and I hope you enjoy watching some great video essays. Bye!